Episode 160 of the Biz Talk with Bill Roy podcast. The Wichita Business Journal created this podcast because we want to provide you with some insight into the people, places, companies, organizations, and issues that are important to Wichita's business community. We saw during the Great Recession of 2008 to 2010, many people were looking for a change after getting laid off. They became entrepreneurial and made the best of a challenging situation. We're seeing it again now in Wichita during the pandemic. People are starting their own businesses, making career changes, and we're seeing that people are interested in getting out of the big cities and considering Wichita as a new home. Well, that's our big story this week by reporters Shelby Reynolds and Daniel McCoy. They join me on the podcast to talk about some good news. Our big story starts on page 14. This week's list, architecture firms ranked by number of Wichita area licensed architects, page six. This week, we spent 10 minutes with Mike Handley. He's the president and CEO of Larksfield Place, page 23. Each week, we provide for you business intelligence on new real estate deals, bankruptcies, building permits, new corporations, who owes back taxes, court judgments, Our lead section this week begins on page 18, and we'll really talk about those new corporations here in a few minutes. Equity Bank has been our sponsor from the start, episode one. Equity Bank means business. That's why they've created business solutions to help you solve your business challenges. Visit them today at equitybank.com. Well, as I mentioned, a lot of folks make the best of a bad situation when the economy goes south. We've seen it several times in my time going back all the way to the early 90s when aviation dropped out. Things didn't go well there. Also, 2001, aviation was hit hard again. Then uh, in 2008 and 2010, um, back when we had the Great Recession, and now with the pandemic, the headline this week on our story, When Opportunity Knocks. Daniel McCoy and Shelby Reynolds found some positive news to tell this week. We begin with the story of a Wichita couple who are pursuing their dreams. Shelby, welcome. Help us out with that. Tell us about their experience. Absolutely. Yeah. So um, I got a chance to talk with Danielle and Ken Harmon. So they have been longtime employees of Coke Industries. I think combined, it's something like 40 years between the two of them um, at that company. And um, kind of late last year, early this year, their both of their positions were eliminated, um, unrelated to COVID-19, actually. Um, and so, you know, losing their jobs and then Soon after that, this pandemic starts. Now, for years, they've been dreaming about opening their own small business, leaving their corporate jobs. Um, They're both wine lovers. They like to travel, visit these different wine bars and wineries all over the country and and have had conversations about opening their own wine bar. Um, And so, you know, once they lost their jobs and then they were home for several months during the pandemic, it gave them an opportunity to sit down, reflect and think, you know, we're about to start a job search and neither of them, well, mostly Danielle, didn't want to go back to that and said, hey, this this better be the time to do it. And so that's what they did. They sat down, they crunched the numbers, they um, came up with a business plan. Right now they're looking for real estate downtown. Um, and so they're they're ready for that opportunity. And it's because that pandemic kind of forced them into it. 
they once again they're in the process of opening their business again they're looking for real estate downtown they want an office downtown uh, they've still got a ways to go but they are well down the road to uh, oh, yeah. to making this happen right Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So Danielle's kind of taking the lead. Ken uh, says he's actually interviewing again for another job in IT, uh, but he definitely sees himself still playing a role, obviously, in the business. So um, the name of their wine bar is going to be Alzavino Wine Tavern, which is a play off the Italian word for wine thief, I guess. Um, and it's a it's a the concept is a self-serve wine bar. So I, I like to picture like an an orange um orange leaf for wine or like a frozen yogurt self-serve, uh, okay. but it's for wine. So you go up and you can pour your own glass um, from these different varieties of wine, or you can sit down and, and get table service as well. But yeah, they've, they've come up with the business plan. They've also explored, you know, what would happen if there was another shutdown. So they've, they've had the opportunity to go through that kind of what ifs, you know, whereas a lot of businesses didn't really have that you know, plan in place before this. So they're kind of going into it now through the lens of having known that this is a possibility, you know, having a pandemic that shuts down businesses. So it was interesting conversation. That could be a really interesting addition to downtown. And we know Jenny Don Sellers is down there too in the Union Station area. So Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. uh, more wine options in the downtown area. Uh, Just one, yeah, (laughs) one example of folks who are taking a chance Uh, and Daniel you noticed something in our leads section and you put together some data that's also in today's big story talk about that what did you notice yeah uh, just going back through and looking through the new corporation filings um, that are part of that leads part of the public records that we collect and just curious to see how it paralleled to to the last few months and and it was interesting to see um, through the the middle week of February through late March they were trending at around uh, between in the high 60s to low 70s in terms of number of new corporations filed each week and then that last week of March uh, the last two weeks of March actually it dropped to 26 and then to 17 in the last week of March. So what we saw there was as the restrictions and everything began and uncertainty really kind of set in big time, you know, you saw a real decrease in that. And then they stayed really low uh, in the 30s, dropping even into the 20s and and to 18 for one week in, in May. Um, and then in late May, they started to skyrocket again. Um, we saw uh, actually the the week before or the, the week that will be presented uh, on Friday, we had 100 new corporation filings. So um, going back through our data uh, that, that we had available uh, back through 2013, 100 was the peak um, for any week that we could find. And then um, the 17, that last week of March was also the low. So we've seen a real fluctuation and in, in looking at the numbers year over year as well showed them uh, to be anomalous. So um, they were certainly, uh, you know, maybe initially trending with uncertainty and then out of, you know, either opportunity or necessity here in the last few weeks, we've seen a real spike in the number of folks filing uh, to, to start uh, new businesses here in Wichita. 
And you've even got some an update to what we have in the paper, right? Yeah. So for our our next um, uh, for the for the reporting for the next week, uh, we recorded 95 new corporation filings. So still definitely uh, very much on the high end. So it looks like uh, here over the last week that activity has continued, and and more and more folks are are striking out on their own. Um, to to some degree, there are new corporations in there that are are of course offshoots of existing businesses and and kind of standard operating procedure like that but the the numbers have certainly spiked uh indicating to us anyway that that more and more people are taking that plunge again out of necessity or out of opportunity and I, we found both of those this week yeah and and these are numbers that are even higher than what we usually see on a week to week basis right these are yeah yeah the 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 mid 50s to mid 60s uh, we're generally uh, where these would land at, especially looking year over year at the data, try to get, you know, a seasonal feel for it as well. So um, they've definitely spiked uh, here in the last couple of weeks. I think that's a good indication. People are trying something new and they're, you know, realizing that we're we're definitely living in a new normal. And so they may be changing their own normal and uh, making sure they they can move forward and get those ideas off the ground. Well, one of our emerging leaders is an example of folks who are seizing an opportunity to make a change, even in these uncertain times. Daniel, tell us about Dan. Yeah, so uh, Dan Schertz, uh, some of you may know him. He's uh, been with Oxford Senior Living since uh, 2017, but he's actually getting ready to uh, make a career move. He's going to uh, be a partner and uh, help uh, with sales for an all digital marketing and advertising company. They're based out of Georgia and they're called Aletheia Digital. And he's going to be helping with nationwide clients, but also starting operations for the company here in Wichita. They have hopes of hiring locally down the road as well. But this was an, a situation where it was kind of an opportunity for Dan, uh, as he explained it, that was accelerated uh, by COVID-19. So he had a relationship with the founder of this company going back to uh, a previous uh, experience with KSN TV here in Wichita. And so he had kind of been helping on the side with some of what Aletheia Digital had been doing and uh, demand for this all digital marketing platform uh, really skyrocketed uh, during COVID-19. Um, so they saw a, a real spike uh, in demand for their services. And, and for Dan, it made it feel like it was the right time to uh, make that move. Um, you know, he was very uh, complimentary, of course, of Oxford and said he really loved his time there. But it was just one of those things where, you know, you look um, at, at at the opportunity as it presents itself and he felt like it was time to do it. And it was a deal where just a, as the headline said, an opportunity was knocking and, and he felt like it was the right time to, to answer the door, but it wouldn't be knocking at least as loudly as it is now if it hadn't been because of the pandemic and the way it just uh, accelerated the that company's services and demand for uh, what they're doing. So yeah, he he's another example of somebody finding a, a new opportunity kind of in the midst of all this. We've heard also about the pandemic being a catalyst for movement in the US, people reconsidering life in a big city. Uh, we saw what happened in New York City and looking for greener pastures. Shelby, you found an example uh, with one of our familiar business owners. Talk about that. Yeah, absolutely. You're right. I mean, we, we there are reports nationally that 
you know, residents who live in these super dense urban cities are trying to escape, um, mostly for safety reasons, you know, knowing that how dense those cities are and how many cases that they've had there. And now knowing, again, that this is a new normal or a possibility, they, they want to spread out a little bit more. And so I just happened to be talking to Shane Gross, who is the owner of The Anchor here in Wichita, uh, for a different story. And she was telling me about how her house in College Hill has been on the market for a while. And, you know, they're kind of have slow, had slowed down. There wasn't a lot of interest. And then all of a sudden, she had had like six different families come in from, you know, Chicago, California, all these major, you know, states and cities. And all of them are remote workers, so they have the ability to work from home, and they are wanting to spread out more and live somewhere that's a little bit, not necessarily rural, but definitely more, you know, spread out and, and more, you know, kind of community-based. And so that was just an interesting anecdote, I thought, to this kind of trend that we're seeing. And that's something that uh, we might be able to build on uh, as a community. Come to Wichita, you know, if you're tired mm-hmm. of the big city life and that sort of thing. Uh, economic development leaders could even be a, be a part of that. Have you talked to them as well? Yeah, absolutely. Well, and actually I had talked to um, a real estate developer a few weeks ago and, and they were saying, yeah, I mean, this could only mean good things from a company perspective. If you're a company who is on you know the coast somewhere and you want to have a place, either an, either a new branch or relocate altogether, this might be an opportunity to kind of pitch to them and say, hey, you know, we've got this space here, we've got this low cost of living, all these things, right, that people at the Greater Wichita Partnership have been telling us about for years. Um, and this just might be an opportunity to kind of capitalize on that. And so I actually talked with um, Anne-Marie Coughlin. She's the vice president of talent at the partnership. And she said, yeah, I mean, there's no real data yet to say for sure. Yes, we've got this number of people coming here. It'll probably be, you know, decades from now, whenever we can look back and, and see that trend. But um, you know, anecdotally, again, like Shane's story with her house, I mean, we, we're seeing it happen. Um, there's all these indicators that this might be an opportunity for Wichita to sort of, again, capitalize on this movement. Well, nice job on this story, guys. Uh, really appreciate your hard work. Let me ask you this. We've been working from home now for about three months. How's it going? Daniel, how are things down in Clearwater as you... Uh, <laughs> Run the Clearwater uh, branch of the Bureau, the, the South Business Bureau. Journal. Yeah, has it all? Has it only been three months? That's right. <laughs> yeah. No, it's going. It's going well. Um, it's uh, you know, it's a testament to uh, the ability to do remote work. Um, yep. which for this story, you know, another a uh, couple other folks that we talked to were Mary Beth Jarvis and Josh Oding at Nextus. The entrepreneurial organization used to be E to E rebranded as Nextus um, earlier this year. And one of the things they were saying was, you know, and we hear this more and more, but remote work is here to stay. I mean, we've had a real baptism by fire for a lot of companies on remote work and understand the, the do's and don'ts a lot better now. And, and they saw that as an opportunity for Wichita as well, uh, as Shelby mentioned with, you know, cost of living and a lot of the quality of life initiatives that have been undertaken in recent years. So uh, maybe an opportunity there, but it's a learning curve as anyone that's done it, as we have, you know, will tell you. And I talked to, you know, a, a good number of the folks I talked to have been working remotely throughout this as well. So it's, it's, uh, it's got its ups and its downs and, and a lot of pajama pants in between. <laughs> that's right. Shelby, how are you hanging in there? 
Uh, pretty good. I think, you know, once you do it for so long, you kind of fall into a new routine. And so right now this just feels like the way things are now. Um, and so, you know, whenever I've, we've got phone interviews with people, you know, now it's just like, Hey, I've got, my dogs are barking in the background or my kids are running around and it's just like, Oh, that's fine. That's just the way things are. And so, um, yeah, it's just definitely that new normal and, and we've gotten more and more used to it. But I tell you, I, I do miss, you know, the face-to-face stuff and we don't do it as much anymore. I mean, we can sometimes, but I do, I do miss those kind of opportunities to sit down with people and meet face-to-face. But one, one of these days, we'll get there. <laughs> you bet. Well, slowly but surely, we'll get there and we'll get back into the office and be able to see mm-hmm. each other face-to-face, too. Uh, I'm looking forward to that. Well, we are eager and ready to tell these stories. Please contact us if you have examples or want to share your experiences. The reporter's contact information is on their stories. You can reach me at broy at bizjournals.com. Well, that's going to do it for Biz Talk with Bill Roy this week, episode 160. We hope you're doing well. Now is the time to be creative, innovative, and entrepreneurial as you fight to survive and eventually prosper as we talk about our new normal. We're holding a virtual employer summit this week, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. We have panel discussions with local leaders about handling business disruptions, navigating the new normal, and a panel on heightened awareness of racial equity. Also remarks from WSU Tech's Sherry Utash and a special newsmaker one-on-one. It's happening next week. Get all the information at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Click on the events tab. Check out all our podcast episodes also at our Biz Talk with Bill Roy hub. It's also at wichitabusinessjournal.com. Thank you for listening and subscribing. Biz Talk with Bill Roy is a production of the Wichita Business Journal. Thanks to producer Brittany Showalter, and thanks very much to our sponsor, Equity Bank. Creating the business concept turned out to be the easy part. The challenges that follow is where Equity Bank comes in. Equity Bank was built by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. Let them help your business evolve and solve your challenges. Tomorrow is here. Visit them today at equitybank.com backslash evolve. Thank you once again, Daniel. Shelby, appreciate it. Be well and be safe and have a profitable week.